Time to Listen Different with Podcast 411, the podcast that brings you the 411 on podcasts, podcasters, and podcasting. Welcome to the show. It's December 31st, and today's show will be about how to podcast. I will talk about putting together a MP3 file, and then more importantly, putting together a RSS XML file. Before we start, two items I want to address. One, if you're a podcaster, we are looking to interview you for future shows. We don't care if you have 10,000 listeners or just your significant other. We want to find out what brought you into the podcasting world. Send an email to rob at podcast411.com. That's R-O-B at podcast411.com if you're interested in being a guest on a future podcast. And the second issue I want to address is that of content versus quality. There's a great podcast webpage by Michael over at mwgblog.com you can find the link on our how to page where he goes over what it takes to get a professional sounding podcast created the feedback from one person indicated that content was king and that was all that mattered I would agree that content is king but with the audio slash presentation quality being a close second as the queen and as anyone who is married can tell you if the queen ain't happy the king ain't happy. So make sure you take care of the audio quality. Nobody is going to put up with a podcast, no matter how good the content is, if it sounds like it was recorded inside a potato chip bag. For our recording, on the hardware side, I'm using an Apple G4 Titanium PowerBook, 500MHz, and an Andrea Anti-Noise USB headset, the one that came with my IBM Via Voice software. Finally, actually getting to use the headset. On the software side, I am using GarageBand to do the editing and iTunes to do the conversion into an MP3. For this podcast, that's all the hardware and software I'll be using. To edit and record my audio, I chose GarageBand. I realize there are many other programs out there, but if you're on a Mac, at 50 bucks, it is a great value and has lots of powerful features. I would also highly recommend GarageBand The Missing Manual by David Pogue. It really helped me understand and better utilize the software. The intro music and applause are both free loops that come with the program. I did all of my audio, recording, and editing on a new basic track. When I had finally taken out all of the ums, uhs, and deep breaths, I was able to export the recording to iTunes, which is done under the file menu with the clearly named export to iTunes option. Now, even if you're on the PC side, you can still use iTunes from this point forward. Once in iTunes, choose iTunes Preferences. In the dialog box, click Importing. From the Import Using pop-up menu, choose the MP3 encoder, then click OK. Then under the Advanced menu, choose Convert Selection to MP3. I would also like to point out to anyone that is planning on using their iPod with a voice recorder to create a podcast that you need to create that file the same way if you want to bring that recording into GarageBand. If you try and take the recording directly from your iPod into GarageBand, it will not play correctly. But I digress. Now once you have converted the file to MP3, It is ready to be dragged out of iTunes and then uploaded to your website. 
I will put this in writing on my website under the how-to page, www.podcast411.com, with some screenshots. Now, if at this point you are not sure about how to create an MP3, no worry. Visit our website and look at the how-to page. We have links to some great sites that can help Mac or Windows people put together an MP3, most with the use of free software. And of course, we will continue to add more links as we find other sites we consider of value. Okay, but for now, let's assume you have a great MP3, and you're ready to share it with the world as a podcast. What do you do next? Now, if you're like me and felt you were one of only 20 people in the U.S. that did not have a political blog this past year, this whole RSS and XML thing can seem very daunting. But rest assured, it's not so bad. To start with, I did a lot of researching on RSS and podcasts. I found a few good articles out of many. One of the best was by Danny Sullivan at searchenginewatch.com. However, it was written prior to podcasting and did not cover the issue of enclosures. With some reverse engineering on some of the key podcasts and multiple reads of blogs.law.harvard.edu forward slash tech forward slash RSS, I was able to figure out what needs to be in your .xml file for a podcast. Essentially, it comes down to four main items. Title, description, link, and enclosure with a few more items thrown in for good measure. At this point, I have to forward you to our website to review the basic template needed for RSS feed. On our site, I will break down each item from our source code the best I can. After you've put your .xml file up on your site, you need to check it to make sure it is valid and can be read by the aggregators out there. This is when you go to the RSS validator at rss.scripting Com. From there, type in your RSS feed to be validated. In our case, it is http colon forward slash forward slash www.podcast411.com forward slash feed.xml. Make sure you leave in the http colon forward slash forward slash but also make sure you don't double it up because it's already put in there for you when you get to the site. If and when it comes back with congratulations, the RSS feed validates, you are ready to add your podcast to different directories out there. Obviously, make sure you let us know about your podcast by clicking the Add a Podcast button on our main page. Finally, one last suggestion to podcasters. If you go to our main site, you will see a little peapod in the upper left side. This is a link to our current podcast. What we do is have two copies of our current podcast, one with a unique name for the RSS XML feed. This is to work with the aggregators that will download our podcast and to keep from it getting doubled up or for trying to replace it when the aggregators are loading onto somebody's uh, computer multiple feeds. The other copy is always at www.podcast411.com forward slash current.mp3. This is to give a fixed link for directories to access our current feed. Where you'll see benefit is with people scanning different directories looking for new podcasts. This gives the podcast directories a way to put your most current feed in a static link. 
I would like to wish everyone out there a Happy New Year. And for all of you podcasters out there, we are looking for podcasters to be part of our upcoming shows. If you'd like to be interviewed, please send an email to rob at podcast411.com. This is Rob. I thank you for being part of our show. And remember to listen different.